Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me. Other information comes off the internet. Today is January 5th, 2020. And this is episode number 35. I'm going to stick with my same format. Highlighting one defensive player and one offensive player. Um, Then I have a couple other things that I would like to get into. Um, First, I'm going to start out with safety, Carlos Becker. And this is what I wrote about him. 6'2", 200 pounds. Um, 2019 was really the first time I saw this guy in action. He flashed and made some plays. He's very athletic. Um, He's a pretty good tackler with proper coaching. He could develop into something special. It seems like he's been at at Florida State for uh, 10 years. Uh, Needs to get stronger. Needs to study film. Backpedal and redirect is decent. Struggled in man coverage. Okay in zone coverage. NFL comparison. um, He kind of reminds me of Harrison Smith for the Vikings. Um, slightly reminds me of Harrison Smith for the Vikings. Um, when he was out there, he made some plays. Um, you know, if Dean and uh, Lars Woodby come back, I think they're pretty much locks to be the starting safeties. Um, but I could see him being a contributor along with uh, Cyrus Fagan. Um, his... Uh, he needs to just work. He needs to work on all aspects of his game to uh, if he's going to be a starter. That's really the only way that I see him getting on the field is just, you know, it's just he takes a monumental leap in the next six months, seven months. And uh, that's all I got to say about him. My offensive player is going to be a Darius Dent wide receiver, 6'1", 179. Uh, saw this guy play in the Sun Bowl. He looked pretty good. He ran a, he ran a couple of bad routes, one of which led to a pick six. Otherwise, very athletic player. Changes directions with ease. Uh, like always, strength and conditioning must improve. Route running must improve. Knowing the offense must improve. Um, can be something special if he plays if he pays attention to detail. Um, he kind of reminds me of a more athletic Julian Edelman. Um, you know, he's got some work to do. Um, he can be a contributor for this team. I really don't see him as a starter. If even, I mean, he if Treshawn Harrison comes back, he's going to be like the uh, fourth or fifth guy. Him and uh, Jordan Young will probably be fighting for reps. Then you got um, a couple of other guys, rookies coming in. So we'll just have to see how that works out. Um, But he can play. He just needs to, uh, you know, totally lock in uh, over the next uh, six, seven months. And he'll see some playing time. Um, So that's it for my two-player breakdown. Um, Next, I wanted to talk about a championship mindset. All right. Um, championship mindset. Um, 
I played a little high school football a long time ago. My coach is the winningest coach in North Carolina and very fastly becoming the winningest in South Carolina. Um, I will not say his name, but do your research. We won a state championship, so I feel like I can speak on this. Um, A championship mindset starts with the player. Then the coach has to have a proven track record of success for a player to buy in. Once that happens, the player must totally commit himself to every aspect of the program. Workouts, be it every workout, be it every function, be it everything. Um, Once every player does this, the coach must get them to believe. Let me turn the page here. The coach must get them to believe they can beat anyone. Dabo Sweeney has this trait, master motivator. Norvell could learn a lot from Dabo, and it pains me to say that. If Nor, Nor- if Norvell can instill this mindset, this rebuild won't take long. Couple this with multiple top five recruiting classes, and we will be back. Also, Josh Storms must have a elite training program. He's far more qualified to design this than me, but I know FSU needs it like yesterday. When desire meets motivation and elite training, uh, when desire meets motivation and a elite training program, success is imminent. Couple all this with elite X's and O's then maybe championships are imminent. Um, You know, I wrote that, um, and that's what I think you need to do to have the championship mentality. Um, You have to get your players to to be all in in every aspect of everything. Um, And once you get that, you have to be a motivator. You have to know what buttons to push to get them to get out, go out there on the field and play their very best. Um, you know, Dabo can do that. Um, I think he's the best at it right now. Um, I really don't know that much about Norvell. I watched the Cincinnati-Memphis game, and he, he seems like he, you know, he can get his guys to play. So I hope um, what he did at Memphis can um you know, translate over to Florida State. Um, Next, I wanted to talk about the dog mentality. Um, And that was actually, I said championship mentality. It was actually the championship mindset. I'm sorry. And then the next one was the dog mentality. The dog mentality, no pun intended, to Georgia. Um, The dog mentality to me is trying to dominate everything you do in football. Weight training, drills, film film study on the field. Um, It's whatever your opponents throw at you. You know you can beat it. Anything they throw at you, you know you can beat it because you have the dog mentality. On the field... Legally, legally hitting your opponent so hard, he rethinks why he started playing football. It's being faster than your opponent. It's being more athletic than your opponent. 
It's within the rules of the game, doing any and everything to win. Again, Clemson has this mentality. FSU or Florida State does not. We had, we had it several years ago. We lost it. I think we can get it back if Norvell drops the hammer on these guys. Um, he said um, to the, to the uh, FSU football team, this will be the hardest thing that you will ever do being a no for the 2020 season. Um, we will see. The dog mentality on offense to me is the offensive line imposing their will on their opponents. Um, on defense, of course, it's the defensive line dominating the opposing offensive line. This is where it all starts. When this happens, it filters down to other positions. And let's see. Thus, thus the whole team has the dog mentality. So, like I said, the dog mentality to me is just really just, you know, dominating everything that you do in this sport. Okay? You just attack it, you defeat it, you win. That's it. Attack, defeat, win. That's pretty much what it is. And um, like I said, um, you know, at the beginning of this decade, we had it. We had it for three or four years. Then as time went on, we lost it. And right now we're back-to-back losing seasons for the first time in almost 50 years. So um, hopefully Norvell can get us back up to where we all want this thing to be, like I've said for like every episode. So um, the next thing I wanted to do, I brought back one-liners. I did this in an earlier episode, basically one-liners is just a sentence about things in football um it can be nfl or college um pretty soon it's going to be all sports but it's just you know things that i think about right now as it relates to college and pro football so here we go um lsu will beat clemson 44 38 cam Akers will be a first round pick Stanford Samuels might go undrafted if he has a bad 40 time. Isaiah Simmons for Clemson is a special talent. Jim Harbaugh sucks at Michigan. I hate that Tua Tonga-Vailoa is dragging out his NFL decision. College football prediction for college football playoff prediction for next season. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oregon. James Blackman, I say it's a 50-50 shot if he stays at Florida State. Um, Vikings will beat Saints. Eagles will beat Seahawks. Uh, Patriots will beat Titans. And I believe the Texans are playing the Bills. So, yeah, I believe the Texans are going to beat the Bills. Um, Clay Helton at Southern California will get fired midseason next year. Chip Kelly at UCLA will get into the Pac-12 championship game. Florida State goes 9-3 next season. Kalen LeBorn has a breakout season. Scary Terry back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. Big Marv 
has at least 10 sacks next season. So let me flip the page here. Apologize for that noise with the paper. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has some serious speed. Travis Etienne will be the first running back drafted if he comes out. If LSU finds another quarterback after Joe Burrow leaves, they can get back to the college football playoff next season. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson should be a unanimous NFL MVP. Dylan Moses for Alabama will win the Buckets Award. Scary Terry will win the Fred Belitnikoff Award. Um, Stingley for LSU will win the Thorpe Award. Uh, North Carolina will win the Coastal Division next season. If Oklahoma has a one-loss team, I hope they do not get into the college football playoff. Florida State ends losing streaks to at least two of their rivals next season. Uh, To reiterate from a previous episode, the college football trophy is hideous. I hope Clemson puts a actual threat on their schedule next season. Spencer Rattler for for Oklahoma wins the Heisman next season. Alabama wins the 2020 or the, I'm sorry, yeah, it's actually going to be 2021. Alabama wins the 2021 college football playoff championship. Um, so that's going to conclude one-liners. Um, I know it's been like maybe 20 episodes since I did one of those. Um I really enjoy doing that because I have a lot of uh, downtime at my job. So um, I'm going to try to incorporate that more into the uh, podcast. Um, You know, just final thoughts on the uh, on Florida State season. I mean, I'm just glad that it's over (laughs) because it was horrible as far as injuries and just, you know, everything. So, ready to start anew. Hope we get all our guys back. And, you know, we're ready to roll. Um, That's going to conclude episode number 35. Thank you for the tremendous support. This podcast is available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. And, as always, go Knowles.